0: Hello and welcome, my name is Christopher Chandler.
1: And my name is Chris Schauer. And And we we are are Generally generally American. American. In our podcast, we discuss events,
0: culture, whatever else we want from a Generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the US.
1: We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello, and we're live from... Two different places. Two different places. (laughs) (laughs) So, I definitely have good news related to the weather. So, for the first time, I think, in like five years. I know it's five years because I got a reminder from Facebook (laughs) on the same day. We got snow. Oh, we finally got snow. But it was only for a day, and now it's gone. But it was snow, so I was super surprised. That and sounds it, nice. It was like an inch, or like two maybe, so nothing really to write home about. But it's like, oh my god, it's snow. And it was so important for people here that it actually made the news. <laughs> uh, that we got two inches of snow, because like we never get snow here. Um, when I first moved here about ten years ago... We got a lot of snow, like almost every year, but call it what you want, uh, but for for some reason we just don't get a lot of snow anymore, so I was super excited, and the next morning it was gone.
1: (laughs) It's still snowing off and on every couple days here. Looks like it's supposed to snow for three days starting Monday, so two days Uh from now, which will be super fun, and I love brushing off my car every morning
0: yeah I missed that i when I left work the other day I had about like a couple inches of snow on my car and I forgot what the feeling was like to you know brush snow off your car and scratch your windows and whatnot so. yeah
1: it's terrible <laughs> our driveway you know how uh, what you're supposed to do you shovel the snow uh-huh. and then even if it's below freezing, the sun kind of helps you out and does the rest yeah. Uh, our driveway in-house is positioned in a way where we don't get direct sunlight on it for very much of the day oh, so no. everyone else in our neighborhood like has like a pristine driveway but we have like the the hard and compacted snow and ice combo from where the cars have driven over mm. that is just like melting a tiny bit every day in the limited sun it gets
0: yeah and the worst part is when it's white because then it takes even longer to melt <laughs> yeah
1: but you know what uh, that's probably gonna be the story on my end of things for the next you know, three months, cause that's just how it is here
0: yeah I'm pretty jealous, honestly (laughs) like, I really miss snow uh, I don't miss driving in it, I've had a lot of bad experiences driving in snow, I've had a couple accidents, so I don't miss driving in snow, but I do love, like, just the atmosphere really, um And it's just not winter without snow. Otherwise, it just rains. So, we're hoping, and I guess maybe praying, if you will, that it'll be a white Christmas. But, we'll see. Uh, For you guys, most definitely. But (laughs) on our side, probably not.
1: If I didn't have to drive basically everywhere, I wouldn't mind the snow as much.
0: Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's a. It's a predicament. To, to say the least. But yeah, so that's the the weather report. But, but you know today, what else is a predicament? What? Uh,
1: trying to lose weight in uh, a country with a lot of processed foods everywhere. That's sugar true. sugar in the bread.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we want to touch on dieting. So we've done a couple of episodes on food in general, but I don't think we've ever specifically talked about dieting. So I guess this is the perfect time to talk about it for the simple fact that it's the holiday season, so most people gain a couple of pounds after Thanksgiving. I didn't because I just had a bit of pizza, but people <laughs> eat, <laughs> people generally eat for like three or four days for Thanksgiving and they gain a lot of weight.
1: And the holiday and the New Year's resolutions are coming up, where everyone yeah. tries to to be good about it, and most of, and like ninety percent I think fail on their New Year's resolutions.
0: I think people fail on their New Year's resolutions because they're just too high. Like it's too. I think you're expecting too much from yourself. Um, Although I did make, this is a small side topic. I did make a New Year's resolution, which was to not eat meat, uh, and I've achieved that. Uh, Well, I I still have two weeks, but that's one of like the few resolutions I've actually stuck to.
1: Yeah, but, you're definitely in the minority that you managed to pull something that big <laughs> off for that long.
0: But going to the gym, I've tried I tried the whole, oh, it's the new year, I'll go to the gym kind of thing, but I always fail. Everyone fails. Uh, the only people who don't fail are the people who own the gyms. <laughs> 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 they don't fail. They win. Uh, so, I think it's
1: something like, it's like a mentality thing. You have to make like... In, like, a life decision, like, a life change. You have to look at it that way and then you're more likely to succeed. And it, you know... Obviously there's a reason why it always happens on the first of the year, but it can happen at any... You can just make... So, so for me, for example, I'm trying to get back to losing weight. Mm-hmm. I just picked... I just needed a, a firm start date, so I just picked December 1st. So that's what I, so that's what I did.
0: Yeah, so... I think that's a good idea. I think it's actually better to start before the new year. So that's what I did last year, which was... I would like to try and, like, this... What is it called? Like, Veganuary or something? I don't remember. Where people tried to go, like, meat-free for, like, a like a, a month. By the way, I'm not, like, promoting people be, like, vegan or mm-hmm. vegetarian. That's, that's your own thing. But I'm just saying, like, how I did it. And... I was like, huh, okay, so I'll start, like, a week before to see, like, is this something I would like to do? And if it is, then I guess I'll try it. And so I did that. I think you have to, like, test the waters, but people go all in. And they're going to be, like, starting the first of January, I'm not going to smoke, I'm not going to drink. And then three weeks later, they've already forgotten it. (laughs) Pretty much. Well,
1: it's, it's hard, like, it's hard to do it as a working adult with responsibilities and forget, forget it. If if you have kids or, you know, other things you have to take care of. Um, I I don't. And it's hard to keep up on things.
0: That's interesting. That honestly kind of sounds a bit like my wife's philosophy, which is you don't want to, I don't know. What's the good, what's a good way to put it is like limit yourself on too many things, you know, like prohibit things because the more you say no, the more you want it. So, it's basically moderation is key. And I definitely think that's something that Americans lack, which is moderation. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely hard. So, so you brought up the topic of dieting, so, like, what specifically did you have in mind?
1: So, I, I guess I just kind of wanted to compare and contrast what it was like the that- you know, the last time I lost weight and this time, Mm -hmm. I've talked about it before, but in COVID lockdown, um, I didn't have a job. I wasn't really doing anything. Basically what I did all day, every day, I ate right, bought healthy groceries, cooked healthy food and exercised like all day. I would go for walks. I would play Beat Saber. I would get on an exercise bike and do like intense mountain climbing programs like on on a good day i could put in like 2000 calories of, oh, wow. of like exercise
0: and on a bad day
1: <laughs> i mean i was doing something every day like i would go for a walk every day and you know that helps too uh so it was easy cuz that's mm-hmm. all i did and now i'm i'm kind of trying to do the same thing again uh I'm keeping myself to 1,500 calories a day. You know, I can adjust it for exercise. But when you, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm at the office eight hours a day, and then I have other responsibilities. It's it's hard. I've, I've managed to do it, but it's hard to stay honest about it. Just for convenience sake.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really easy to backslide, you know. It's the same with the gym. So I've been going to the gym... So because of COVID and all that, I had to stop going to the gym four times. So I would sign, or three times, I would sign up, I, then they'd close, I'd sign up, then they'd close, I'd sign up, And they'd close. And every time it was like a three or four month stint. Um, and it was really, really demotivating. Um, and so once you're out of it for like a couple days, then it's like, oh, I'll go tomorrow. Or no, I'll go tomorrow or the next day. And then you never go. <laughs> And that's what I meant like with like the New Year's resolution is the goals being too unrealistic, and then you have to set like small goals and then work your way up, and I feel people do it backwards. they're like, "I want to lose a hundred pounds in like three months or something, which is just like just not possible. Well, I mean it's possible, but it's definitely not healthy, and it's not sustainable. I'm sure you've heard of like yo-yo dieting:
1: Yeah. Which I told myself, like, when I lost all that weight the first time, I told myself, that's not gonna be me, I've readjusted how I look at things in life, I don't live like that anymore, and I mean, it, it didn't happen fast, it took, I, I think I lost it in like a year and a half, and it came mm-hmm. back in like two years,
0: but it, it came back. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never had that problem, my weight has been more or less constant, although, because... I got married, I did gain a couple pounds, but only like five, so nothing too big. But yeah, it's really hard, especially in the U.S., because everything is just so convenient, and we don't move a lot, and a lot of people enjoy fast food, which I can't understand why anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you feel about fast food.
1: So the first time I lost weight, and I was like on the ball perfect about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got, like, all the processed sugars and all that garbage out of my system, and I stopped craving it. You know what the one thing I never stopped craving was?
0: McDonald's? Taco Bell. Uh, I yeah.
1: never, ever, ever, ever stopped craving it. It always sounded good. I don't know why. Yeah. I, it wasn't ice cream. I even, there was, like, uh, we went to Vegas at one point, so I treated, like, uh, I'll, I'll give myself, like, two weeks off, and I would, like, force myself to have ice cream and stuff like that just because... Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, I wouldn't be able to. I didn't even enjoy it that much anymore, just because my body didn't even want it anymore.
0: Yeah, I do kind of miss Taco Bell. Like every time I would fly back, because I usually fly back to the U.S. once or twice a year, and my mom would pick me up, and she's like, "Hey, like, what would you like to eat?" It's like the first thing is like, "Let's go to Taco Bell." (laughs) <laughs> I mean <laughs> now I don't go to Taco Bell anymore for obvious reasons, but that that was a thing I would always go to I would, I would always go to Taco Bell. Um it, it it's just like the food's actually not even that good. Like in general, like fast food. I don't find fast food to be like delicious. But it's super convenient. And I think that's the reason why people eat it. It's more convenient than it is delicious. It's satisfying. But, yeah, I feel like it's satisfying, but only for, like, half an hour, and then I'm hungry again. Like, it, the, like for me personally, I, I don't want to speak for you and everyone else, but that's just the way I feel about fast food is, like, I eat it, and then I spend, like, a whole bunch of money, and then an hour later I want to eat again. So it doesn't really, you know, fulfill me. Mm-hmm. But... I think that's one of the biggest reasons. some fast food is okay. I guess like the biggest one is subway, you know, yeah for uh, the what's his what's his name Jared? I mean, he's no longer a spokesman uh. yeah,
1: <laughs> for for a very terrible reason, but yeah, I, gonna say-
0: <laughs> go on.
1: I've been kind of leaning on subway like there are things i it, you know, it's kind of weird in the month of December because people have weird plans, so things have kind of been disrupted. but usually twice a week i have something i have to do immediately after work Mm -hmm. uh, with friends so my go-to plan is just going to be subway i've built and calculated the sandwich i always get with like double the vegetables on everything because it's worth almost no calories but it's obviously filling and i can get like a foot-long sandwich for like i think it's like 500 550 calories um not too bad it you know it, it tastes whatever but it It gets the job done, it's filling And I'll probably be Doing that a lot You know it's Not the healthiest thing for you But it could Mm -hmm. be a lot worse Last time I went shopping I bought like a bunch of uh, Instant ramen cup noodles And those are not great for you (laughs) But They're like 50 cents a pop And they're 290 calories So if I ever need Something at work You know, if I every now and again I'm busy and I have to skip lunch. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a lot cheaper and a lot less. It's actually a measurable amount of calories, so
0: I'll do that. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen all those videos where they try to fix holes with like ramen. Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, I have. (laughs) I love ramen, Uh, like the the cheap kind. I mean, I've had authentic ramen, but. Obviously, like, the instant noodles for, like, $1 or 50 cents. It's
1: kind of nostalgic, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's. I think that's the reason why we eat a lot of stuff, is n- not necessarily the taste good, but, like, you remember the feelings you had while eating it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with, uh, like, a lot of old TV shows. Like, I'll remember TV shows fondly. Like, oh, yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. And I haven't seen it in, like, 20 years. And so I was like, oh my god, this is the best show ever. And then I'll go back and I'll watch it. And I'll be like, how could I have ever liked that? <laughs> and that's how I feel, like some kind of food. Uh, but, I mean, ramen's what got me through high school. Because <laughs> I, I ate a lot of it. Because uh, it was quick and easy.
1: It was kind of just like a quick snack for me as a kid, but... Definitely lot, like, I have memories of, like, sneaking into the kitchen at, like, 3 a.m. and making one. I would, have you ever eaten it dry? No, everyone always talks about, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, if you do this and, this, like, it's like a cracker, like, why would you yeah. even try?
0: Uh, why? Ever, <laughs> everyone at my school did it. So, like, you would take, like, the bag, because they came in, like, these little square bags, and you would, like, bunch it up together, crunch it so that it becomes kind of like a, yeah, kind of like cereal. Or like oats, like like little bite size, basically, and then you would put like the seasoning in the bag, and you would shake it up, and you would just kind of eat it, and I would always eat it like that um, if I didn't have water, and it was super good. Um, I don't know how healthy it was though, but
1: oh, I'm sure, terrible, <laughs> which is the problem. Like it's super processed and it's loaded with sodium.
0: That's and- true.
1: that's the the issue with a lot of low calorie foods is they you need to get your flavor from somewhere and salt Mm -hmm. isn't really you know loaded with calories so they just load the salt in there
0: yeah I mean a lot of the foods are like have empty calories so that's the biggest problem is a lot of them are just empty which is what I meant about about fast food is uh, even if it is delicious it's just it's kind of empty So it's not very nutritious. And most people don't care. But I do. But what really puts me off fast food is how expensive it is. Because fast food here, unlike in the U.S., is very expensive. So I don't go, if ever. I don't think I've been to McDonald's in like four years. (laughs) Because it's just so expensive.
1: Well, things have gotten more expensive here too. Like dollar menu, value menu, like. Everyone's menu is getting shorter on that end.
0: Yeah, even though it's not even really a dollar because you know you got to pay tax, but <laughs> not here. Oh, uh, really? You don't have sales tax? The first time I traveled somewhere and I had to play sales,
1: pay sales tax, it like confused me. I'm like, it's twenty dollars. Why do you need twenty one fifty? That's not twenty dollars. It says twenty dollars.
0: Yeah, that really confused my wife when we went to the states. She was like. Okay, I'll buy this, and it's it's nine dollars, and then she'll get to the register, and she's like, "Yeah, that's nine fifty six or whatever," and she's like, "But it says nine dollars on the tag." Then the lady was like, "Yeah, but you know, there's taxes on it, there's sales tax, whereas here included in the price."
1: Yeah, I I think legally you can't display the tax price or something, which is so and, stupid. And then I was like, I was like a ten year old kid in Boston at a gift shop trying to, like, budget this money I had to buy gifts for, for like, people back home. Uh-huh. And I, like, oh, I worked it out perfectly, like, to the dollar. Like, I can... I'll be able to afford all these nice things. And then I go up, and there's tax, and I'm like, oh, my God. What am I going to do now?
0: Yeah, I I thought that was super interesting when I got here. I was like, oh, it's in the price. And it's... it's it, unlike in the U.S., because each state, or even, like, each county will regulate its own taxes or sales tax, and, like, in your case, like, there's no sales tax at all. Um, In Germany, it's completely streamlined. So it's 19%, no matter where you go. Um, 19% uh, It's not a sales tax, technically speaking. It's a a VAT tax. So a value-added tax. But it's 19% for anything. Um... If it's a luxury item, it's 19%. Uh, and I think, like, for... F- I think books are, like, 7%, and food, like, vegetables might be 9%. But don't anyone quote me on that. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so getting... Circling back to, like, to the food part. Yeah, so it's getting a lot more expensive. Uh, but have you heard of the concept called, like, uh, um, what's it called, food deserts? Have you heard of that?
1: No, I haven't.
0: okay, so food deserts are super are super interesting. the concept is it's actually quite sad. Basically, a food desert is any place doesn't matter where it is, typically like within like urban areas or like inner city places where they don't have access to like fresh f- fruit and vegetables or like bread or any of that so or they don't or they live too far away from like a grocery store. So, like, let's say, like, the next grocery store is, like, 30 miles away, and you don't have a car. So, but, like, the gas station right over, you know, it's only, like, two blocks. So you can just walk to the gas station. Or, like, McDonald's is right down the street. And so a food desert is basically where you don't have access to, like, fresh, nutritious food. Um, And that's more of a problem than you would think in the U.S., which is why I believe like being vegan or like vegetarian is almost a privilege because you don't always have access to like healthy food, like fresh food. And maybe you've heard of this, but like a lot of people, I think actually New York did this. A lot of people are in favor of like taxing unhealthy food, like a sugar tax, for example, or like a fast food tax, um, because that would get people to eat more healthy.
1: <clears throat> yeah I think the I think that made the news a handful of years ago and yeah it ended up not happening right
0: Yeah no I don't think it did and it's stupid um, it's a stupid idea and I for the longest I, I for the longest time didn't know why it was a stupid idea because everyone' was like oh it's such a dumb idea to tax sugars or sh- tax sugary food sorry um, and the reason why it's stupid is because more often than not, that's the only few people have access to because they're in the food desert. so now you have poor people or people who don't have access to a lot of money I'll say um, now uh, it's even harder for them to buy food because instead of like a hamburger being a dollar, now it's three dollars so uh, it doesn't doesn't really help. I would be more in favor of the opposite I would. Like, actually, subsidize uh, healthy food. Because, uh, like, an apple is more expensive than a hamburger, which just blows my mind. <laughs> uh, and it shouldn't be that way. So. I
1: thought you were going to say we should tax the healthy food, and I'm like, no. where are you going with this? <laughs> what are <No>. you doing?
0: <laughs> instead of making, instead of making uh, unhealthy food more expensive, I would make healthy food cheaper. Because that's the biggest problem. Um,. I guess another yeah. problem... Yeah, go on.
1: I was going to say, it would be great, because honestly, just... It is... It's easy to eat healthy and cheap, but it takes a lot of time. It's like the, you know, the healthy, fast, cheap, you know, mm-hmm. sliding scale. You can't have all of them. Uh, it's really true. You have to make some kind of trade-off here, and it's it's awful. Back when I was meal prepping... Um, I, I, and I'd meal prepped for cheap. I would make a, basically just a, a lean chicken curry mm-hmm. every week. And I'd make like four or five meals out of it. But that takes me like an hour to make every time. And what ba- again, back when I was doing nothing, hour a week, no problem. Now that I'm busy and have a lot of stuff going on outside of work too, an hour sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, that's the biggest problem is that no one has time anymore. Um, because, like, usually, like, both parents are working, if both parents are there at all. Um, so no one really cooks anymore. And a lot of people don't know how to cook. Like, there's this funny example of, like, how to boil an egg. <laughs> or, like, how to cook noodles. Which is, like, or, or how do you salt water. You know, like, those is like, really basic stuff. Which people do Google, you know. Uh... Which kind of scares me. And, like, there's just no time. Like, who's gonna cook? Uh, My wife and I, we try to cook as fresh as possible, but... Our only sin is buying pizza. (laughs) That's the only thing we buy in fast. But everything else is... If it's frozen, then it's, like, frozen vegetables. But not, like, frozen pizza and all that. Um, Also, it's just too expensive. So...
1: See, for me, trying to like be halfway there and be like a little more healthy, and you know, putting a little time into things, I'll buy like frozen uh, mm-hmm. PF Chang's meals, which still aren't great, but it's like oh, I'm kind of cooking, and it's it's still way cheaper than ordering out, and you know, it's it's just protein and vegetables could could be a lot worse.
0: I think that the um the, that the effort goes a long way. I think for a lot of people, especially in the US, there's a lot of stuff that you can cut out of your diet. Um, like, for example, like soda. Uh, Like, if you were to cut out, like, soda, that would save you so much, uh, in calories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's not even, like, exercising. Um, it's more like just reducing the amount of, like, calories that, you know, consume. Um... And that's the problem with like a lot of these empty calories, is it gets you to eat more and more and more and more and more, and then you've consumed like three thousand calories and you've only burned like a thousand. I know at McDonald's that they would always hide like the nutritional facts like under, like under them like under the trays. So like they would put like a paper film on the trays and they would hide the nutritional facts under the paper. Or, like behind the menu um, but that's the biggest issue is just cutting things out or like you know like less is more so some people would go like the, a huge approach was just like cut out all junk food but you're gonna then you're gonna crash so you'll cut it all out for like a week or two and then you'll just like binge and so my philosophy or my wife's philosophy, it's just, do less, you know, like, bit by bit. Yeah. Have, have you ever gone cold turkey? Um,
1: yeah. So I don't know why, but when I was, like, 18, I decided for a month I'm gonna just not drink any soda. Mm-hmm. Diet, regular, doesn't matter. I'm just not gonna do it. And it wasn't for, like, a health reason. I, I think for some reason I just wanted to see if I could do it. And I did, and then I remember I did it for, like, a couple more weeks after just because... It didn't sound good anymore. Um, then I think eventually I did it. But these days, I don't even really... The only time I drink soda these days is with, if mm. it's with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I have no desire to drink soda. I, I Every morning when I go to work, I make a cup of coffee, work for like an hour or two, make my second cup of coffee, and then it's water all day. And I'm totally fine with that. If I want something with a little flavor to it, I'll drink coconut water or like have alcohol that's <clears throat> that's pretty much where i'm at yeah, for
0: for those who don't know i didn't explain uh, like to go cold turkey is just you know to quit like suddenly just to stop you know like some people will like try to do it in like like increments so i don't know like smoking is a good example i would say people who've smoked their entire lives they'll just wake up one morning and just not smoke anymore i think most people fail <laughs> You know, they do. It's
1: usually yeah. a terrible idea, and it's really stressful on your body, even if you yeah. succeed. But I do know somebody. I-, I can't remember the order he did it, but mm. he quit drinking or quit smoking, and then a couple weeks later quit the other one, cold turkey, both of them. And uh, as far as I know, he succeeded and is still on it. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow. And I would talk to him about it. He's like, yeah, I just decided I was done and I'm like hey props to you that you actually pulled that off because most people would fail one of those let alone you know trying both at once
0: that's true Um, that's funny that you say you don't drink soda you only drink soda when you drink alcohol which reminds me of a song I only smoke when I drink (laughs) I, I don't know who sings that though
1: I don't know that song, but that's a great that's a great title.
0: Yeah, it's like I only smoke when I drink. Uh, it's some country song. I used to love country music when I was when I was a kid. Um, but my my wife has an interesting take on soda, which is like because we were in the U.S. and she got soda, and she was drinking it, and she's like, "This is terrible! Like, what is this?" It's like, "Well, it's it's Coke." I was like, "No, this isn't Coke." I was like, "Well, maybe it's Pepsi." He's like, "No, it's not Pepsi." and it turned out they gave her like diet pepsi and <laughs> and it's and she hates diet soda and her thinking is is in my mind too is either way it's bad for you that's that's something very interesting that people think that if they drink a diet version of it that it's somehow better for you and it's it's unhealthy for you either way but people feel like it's the lesser of two evils so it's okay and She's like, I don't ever drink soda. So if I'm going to drink it, I want the real stuff. <laughs> and not, like, the diet version. Um, and I was like, that's and that's how I feel. Because, like, you'll see these packages with, like, 50% less fat or 20% fewer calories or something. And so people will be like, you know what? Because it's 50% less fat, I can eat twice as much and be okay. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's not how it works, though. You know? What? One. I used
1: to have a very similar mentality with like beer. Mm-hmm. So uh I, I think it's like the most popular beer in this region that's like, you know, a local. Uh Kettle House Brewery in Missoula, Montana has mm-hmm. a uh I think it's an amber or a dark ale called uh, cold smoke. It's it's great. Uh a can of cold sm- a tall can, so it's like sixteen ounces, is like two hundred and ninety three calories. Okay. So I was of the mentality, like, look, if I'm going to drink beer, I'm going to drink the beer I want, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm back to counting everything, you know, a Coors Light's like a third the calories, (laughs) so maybe I'll just drink that instead.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's okay to, you know, treat yourself. I think we should treat ourselves, but more often than not, we indulge ourselves, and that's the... That's the biggest problem, and I'm guilty of this too. By the way, it's not like I'm I'm a saint who you know, who can like resist all temptations. Um, I think there's some quote by Socrates that goes, um, like, "Don't, God, I'm gonna butcher this quote, but it's along the lines of like, don't um, up, don't hold the man in high esteem who, who conquers a city but who conquers himself, or something like that." Um, so it's it's. It's really hard to have self-control. It's easy to control others, but not yourself, if that makes sense. So, And I think that's something that we lack as a society, is self-control.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and, that, and
1: I think that's just another way of, uh, especially like with parents, like, mm-hmm. uh, do as I say, not as I do. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I know what needs to be done. I maybe can't force myself to do it, but I can force you to do it.
0: Yeah, that that's, that's pr- pretty much is like do as I say not as, not as I do. Um so that 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 was a huge problem, I guess in my generation, I guess so to speak, with with a lot of parents. Um I mean, you have like a lot of people like criticizing millennials for being this or being that, um which I always found to be kind of odd because it's like well, who raised me or who raised us as a generation? Like so, and then who raised them, and, you know, each generation complains about the next generation, as old as time's itself.
1: Yeah, um, I'm already trying to, like, stop myself from uh, <laughs> doing it with Gen Z or the Zoomers.
0: There's this funny meme where, like, these people are arguing. I guess it's not a meme, it's a picture. And these old people are like, back in my day, everything was good. And then they go back fifty years, and then the old people from that time are like, you know what? When I was a kid, everything was good. And then eventually they go back, and they're they're at like the age of like the monkeys, and they're like, now everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like every generation complains about the next generation, uh, which is understandable, but. I think we we lack self-control, which is one of the reasons why we have so much trouble with dieting, and instant gratification. I don't know if you've heard that term.
1: Yeah, I am not a big fan of it, but it's everybody, you know, everyone falls to it eventually.
0: Everyone, like me too. That's one of the reasons why I canceled my Amazon, because I was just buying a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't need, because you get like a high, you know? Like, when you buy something really cheap and you get it. And then, like, you don't need it anymore. You know, like, a shopaholic, I guess, is what they're called. Um, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't spending, like, I didn't, like, have to, like, a, I don't know, sell a kidney because I was spending so much money. But I was just buying a bunch of useless stuff because I could. Uh, same with fast food. Like, why should I cook for three hours when I can get food in 20 minutes? And it's good. Um, God, did you? I, maybe you've seen this. Did you see Supersize Me? Did you see? No, that?
1: I haven't seen it, but I I am familiar with with what it's about, and it's
0: yeah awful. Yeah, for so for those who don't know, long story short, at, in the early two thousands, there was this documentary called Supersize Me, but and it was about this guy who had the goal of eating nothing but McDonald's three times a day four times a day for 30 days and he was accompanied by a doctor who would check his his health like before the experiment blood work uh i don't know if he had diabetes blood sugar all that kind of stuff before the experiment and then during the experiment the doctors would monitor him and then after the experiment they would like do like a end examination i guess if you want to call it that and, yeah, he gained weight, had problem with his libido, uh, had too much sodium, blah, blah, blah. And the whole thing was to prove that how unhealthy McDonald's is. Um, the documentary got a lot of flack, though, because I think maybe he kind of cheated in the sense that he wasn't telling the full story. Um, and he was eating other things besides McDonald's. But I don't know if that's true or not, so... But it's an interesting take um, because McDonald's likes to sell itself as being healthy for whatever reason. Um, I would say it's healthier now than it was like 30 years ago, uh, but it, it's it's still not part of like a balanced diet.
1: <laughs> oh, that's don't don't get me started on that. We we've basically just been talking, or at least I've I guess have been talking about like. How hard it is to eat like low-calorie, even relatively mm-hmm. healthy food. Forget the balanced diet thing. <laughs> oh my god! When when uh before they decided to put all these features behind a paywall, I was using MyFitnessPal, and when you entered something oh. and you could like scan barcodes and stuff, mm-hmm. it was actually really convenient when you were cooking. So if you're gonna cook something, scan all five ingredients, you know, divide the portion size up, and then boom, you have automatic calories uh, per serving. And it would give you, like, your macros, too. Like, oh, you need to have this much protein a day, this many carbs, this much sodium. You don't want to go this high on this. You know, all, all those stats. It is impossible. Like, it is so easy to go over on sodium because low-calorie food has a lot of sodium in it for flavor. Mm. Uh, potassium is, like, impossible you know, we always talk about how bananas are high in potassium. Yeah, I would eat tons of bananas. I wouldn't get anywhere close. I would take potassium supplements and not get close. Like it's impossible. And if you wanted to hit like a protein goal, like mm-hmm. over like hundred grams of protein a day, that was hard too. Like it, it's it's ridiculous.
0: That reminds me of like the food pyramid that we had <laughs> that we had in school. Where I, was, I can't.
1: It was awful.
0: Yeah, it was, I don't know, you had to have, like, so-and-so amounts of, like, grains, whole wheat, fruits, vegetables, meat, milk, dairy. Like, that was so much food that if you were to eat all of it, you would become a pyramid. (laughs) And so, it's just, like, you couldn't do it. And it was, like, basically, was created by, like, food scientists or something. And it was supposed to be, like, the optimal way to, like... uh, i don't know to eat and be healthy and but i mean i think it's now been debunked so it's no longer accurate but oh yeah when i was i remember being in the second
1: grade going over the food pyramid for the first time and they put the grains on v- the very top and mm-hmm. they were like yes this is the most important food group the grains and i remember telling my dad that at home he's like no absolutely not absolutely not <laughs>
0: it's it's a nice, it's a nice idea because it's really easy but it's like the amount of servings that you would have to have it's like there's no way you can get that it's just not it's not possible um, it, not in our society like not the way like an average American eats you would n- never be able to success- successfully like get all that into your diet I'm convinced and they weren't convinced either which is why like they revamped it multiple times Um. I mean, I feel like if, because what was it? Grains,
1: meats, Mm -hmm. dairy, vegetables, fruit, right? Yeah. The only way I, I can realistically see you having that in your diet daily is like, you have like some sort of meat, vegetable, and tomato sandwich, obviously on bread, with a glass of milk. And that's just what you eat twice a day, and there you go. You did it.
0: Hm yeah, speaking of milk, uh did you see those ads like uh got milk? I'm sure you oh, saw those, yeah, uh,
1: I definitely did, and then how it turns out milk isn't that helpful to your bones
0: no no not early um <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that when I was growing up, like all these like you know got milk ads and uh the the reason why those ads were were so like, ubiquitous, was because, um, I didn't know this up until recently, but the, the dairy industry is subsidized by the government, so that's the reason why, um, why milk is so cheap, and it's, it's the same way here, too, though, like, dairy farmers get, like, a lot of kickbacks, and they get, like, a lot of support from the government here, so, like, I think, like, a regular carton of milk is, like, 80 cents? and if you were to get like a plant-based version of like some kind of milk it's like 250 so it's super expensive um irrespective of whether or not it's healthy that's a different that's a different discussion but same with meat like a lot of the meat here's also subsidized by the government in the US as well so uh but it's still pretty expensive um to eat healthy I think, like, Trader Joe's. Like, people love going there, um, buying food from, like, I think, what is it called? Like, Whole Foods, I Yeah.
1: I mean, I know Whole Foods is owned by Amazon, but honestly, I, I wish we had either a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's
0: here. We <clears throat> we don't. <laughs> but I think we also get back, because you touched on this at the very beginning, which is, like, where do you find the time? Like, who has the time to sit down and cook at least one healthy meal a day and more often than not you don't even have the time for one meal let alone three um, and I think you, the w- a way to get around that is to get good at reading labels because if you're eating out and about at like restaurants you have to get good at, at reading labels you have to get good at um, knowing like which foods are high in sugar which foods are high in fat which foods are high in salt and it's a, it's a minefield. Uh, I'm definitely well, not. Per, I'm definitely not good at it or perfect. De-
1: depending on where you go, it can be easier. Uh, I'm not sure how it is in Germany, but in the U.S., once your company re- reaches a certain size, mm-hmm. you have to put calories on everything. Really? So yeah. So like, if you go to Olive Garden. You're like, oh, this pasta is uh, 1,200 okay. calories. Maybe I shouldn't ha- eat 1,200 calories for one meal.
0: Yeah, that. My wife loved that. <laughs> it's it's really?
1: very convenient, but it makes me feel bad. So like, you have yeah. to be a, a pretty big company for it to apply to you. So I obviously I'm trying to log every calorie I have. So instead of like supporting like probably healthier like local restaurants, mm-hmm. I but I don't know. I, I have no idea how many calories their thing is gonna be, so I have to I'll just go to like Buffalo Wild Wings and, you know order the lowest calorie thing on their menu and hope for the best.
0: Yeah, that that's honestly super convenient. And this whole that's also an interesting point is that you feel bad about it because I heard God, I wish I saved that article, but I heard or read an article about some woman who was wanting to sue a chain because she felt like them posting the caloric value of the meal was somehow affecting her, like, mental health. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, body shaming or something. Um, they don't have that here at all. Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen it, to be honest. Um, Which I, is very
1: I... surprising to me. Every now and again, the U.S. has just, like one or two, like, amazingly progressive policies that no one else seems to have for no reason. And it it's weird.
0: I think, though, that they, they didn't do it for, like, an altruistic reason. I think it kind of... Their hand has been forced. Because of the simple fact that we know that the food is unhealthy. We know that it's high in, like, calories. So if we can tell the customers, like, hey... Um, I don't know. Like, this steak dinner is only 800 calories. And the one at the other restaurant is, like, 1,500 calories. Then they'll probably come to our restaurant, not the one across the street, for, for whatever reason. Um, but it's very def-
1: expensive to do. Calorie what? testing is very expensive.
0: Yeah, I honestly don't know how they do it. Like They burn it. Uh, they they you, burn it. <laughs> I, I,
1: I actually I actually... I actually researched this the other day, so I, I may omit a couple things. Please look it up yourselves, but okay. they will put the the food they're testing in like a vacuum sealed mm-hmm. uh, glass. I don't want to say to ball. I guess they surround it with water. I uh, another container filled with water, and then somehow they they manage things with the water and they burn it and then you measure how long it takes to burn and that's how many calories it is
0: huh I, I knew that like one calorie can increase so like a certain amount of water by like one degree that's how I learned in school I can't remember what it was but yeah that's, that's what probably
1: it... what they're measuring the water there um, oh, okay but you know you have to have a lab do it it's not cheap So if you're, like, a massive chain like McDonald's, drop in the bucket. If you're, you know, Susie's Bakery downtown, you're not going to do that. And also, if you're, you know, more of a mom-and-pop place, you might... The name of the game in restaurants is consistency, but mom-and-pop places aren't always, like, exactly the same. Mm. So
0: you have that to think about, too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I definitely wish we had... Like the whole, like, calorie counting on menus here. But, like, I guess on a final note, because we're coming to a close, um, Americans eat out a lot more than people in Europe. Like, just in general. Um, Like, eating out here is super expensive compared to the US. Um, So, just a lot of people tend to not do it. And because of, like, inflation, it's gotten even more expensive to, like, eat out at restaurants. Whereas, like, when. Like I'm in the U.S., like I'll go out like almost every day, or like well, not every day, but a couple times a week because it's cheaper than like cooking at home. Where here, it's the opposite; like it's cheaper to cook at home than to eat out. But with that being said, uh, I don't think I missed out on anything. Uh, I guess like a a very final final note, which is, I don't think diets work. (laughs) I think people like to restrict themselves to like a no carb or like a low carb or no sugar or no fat. I think the best way to eat healthy is not to do a diet because then you're limiting yourself. Then you're forcing yourself to live like that basically forever, which isn't fun. I think moderation is the key. And if you do your best to eliminate, um, like these unhealthy things, and we all know what's unhealthy, like you know, too much fat, too much sugar, too much salt, uh, all that kind of stuff. If we do the best we can to avoid those things whenever we can, I think that'll improve your health. And that's a lot more fun than doing a diet, um, because yeah, then you ab- can absolutely, yeah, because then you can treat yourself every now and then. Because then you can be like, oh, well, I haven't had you know ice cream in like five weeks, so like I can have like a bowl or two. You know, as opposed to I've had ice cream six times a week. <laughs> so that's my final note. I don't know if you want to throw well, anything in there. I, I also
1: want to say like the the low carb. You know, all these different diets. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from keto, they're basically all a means to the same end, which is just if you follow this plan, you'll probably end up in a calorie deficit, and then you'll mm-hmm. lose weight. Uh, if you do keto and you Most people who do keto don't actually reach this point, but if you induce ketosis in your body, which is, like, you're basically just tricking your body into devouring itself, Mm -hmm. that's something different, but that's not good for you, so I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, It's all basically just a means to the same end, and I, I don't even like to say what I'm doing is dieting. Like, I'm just... I have a 1500 calorie budget a day. I can eat whatever I want. If I exercise... 1,000 calories, then I have 2,500 to play with a day. So, I just, you know, if I want to treat myself, I I certainly can, and uh, I feel like it encourages me to exercise. I used to, if I wanted to have a snack before, and I was nearing the end of my limit for the day, I'd just go Mm -hmm. for like an hour walk, and then I get to have a walk, and I get my snack, and I like taking walks. So, I don't really feel restricted, I feel like I have a lot of freedom, but I I'm probably not everyone would feel that way doing what I'm doing.
0: No, that's that's pretty much how I see it. Is uh, I, I I don't really in, believe in diets. I think the only people who should do who should do diets are really people who have some kind of like illness. So like people who have like diabetes, for example, or people who are allergic to certain kinds of foods. Obviously, they have to be on a diet. Besides that, I think if you really pay attention to what you eat. and and that it's like really like balanced you know like you shouldn't eat ice cream six times a day for example i don't see the harm in having ice cream once a week i really don't um anywho so that's it for today's episode this will be the last episode for this year so we're gonna go on christmas break um not today, but you know, Christmas is in a few weeks, so this will be the last episode for the year. Thanks so much to everyone for listening. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing all the episodes this year, so I wish everyone happy holidays, happy Merry Christmas, and yeah. He he said it well. I feel the exact same. <laughs> yeah. So thanks. Yeah. So thanks again for listening. We really, really, really enjoyed this year, and we'll see you all or. Not really, but you know what I mean. (laughs) We'll be back uh, in January. In 2023. In 2023. So Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. uh, Happy New Year. Uh, Yeah. So see you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. We hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview, even if only just a little. We always welcome feedback comments and constructive criticism if
1: you'd like to provide us with any please reach out to us at our discord or email address both of which will be listed in in the description
0: thanks again for listening and until next time